Blog Talk Radio.
I am, Jehovah, the mighty God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Good morning. Good afternoon, whichever is the case. And welcome to Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. Sound check. Amen. Praise the Lord. Saints, I hope you've got your armor on because if you don't, you need it today. The devil does not like what I'm going to say in this message, okay? So that means you need to pay close attention to what God is going to say. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Protestant Christian Internet church and a local church assembly founded in the name of Jesus Christ and in his love. Amen? Amen. Amen. And we've come to proclaim the truth of the word of God. We will not take up six offerings trying to get your last penny, and we won't ask you for your utility bill money either. However, when the need arises for us to bless somebody that's a part of the body of Christ, we do that in, in obedience to the scriptures and in pleasing to the Lord. Amen? Church, the Lord is pleased with what we're doing. Amen? So I want to thank everybody who participated and those of you that didn't have the opportunity to do anything financially, God bless you as well. Believe God for the day you'll be able to do that. Amen. Praise the Lord. It'll be your turn then. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, our God is great, and he's made us in his image and his likeness. We're supposed to be like him. Whoever that was we used to be, that person needs to be gone, you know, as in a court. Once they put them in the box and close the box, that needs to be the end of that. We are not allowed to go dig up our old selves out of the ground and uh, exhume our old selves and try to put that old self back on and walk around in it. Amen? We're not allowed to do that. The Bible says that dead things ought to be buried, and that's what's supposed to happen. Dead things ought to be buried. So if you've got some parts of your life where dead things are still hanging around, I'm going to encourage you to find a shovel. Yes, a shovel. And with your shovel, you're going to dig a hole. I remember we used to sing this silly song when we were children. There's a hole in the bottom of the sea. Well, actually, it's not so silly. If you think about it, there really isn't. And I want you to dig a hole somewhere. You and the Holy Spirit can decide where the burial place is going to be, and I need you to collect all those old dead things from your life. They are no longer functional. They are not righteous. They weren't founded in the love of God or in the purposes of God. However, they got to be non-functional, and non-productive in your life, it's time for their burial. Amen? They don't belong with you anymore. 
You're alive in Christ, and you're vibrant, and you're awake, and you are responsive to the Spirit of God. So all those dead things need to find their burial place. And only you and the Holy Spirit can help them to find that place. Wherever that is, and you, you, take, your, you, you, you take your shovel with you, and you dig a hole. And when you finish digging the hole, whatever dimensions you decide the hole should have, then you place those dead things in that hole. And you cover them up with some more dirt. You see, dead things go back to the dust from which they came. And you should remind those dead things as you're putting the dirt back on them that that's where they're going to belong and that's where they're going to stay because you're not coming back to dig them up again. Nor will you allow any other spirit or entity to dig them up for you. It's over. And that's the end of that. Praise the Lord. When you walk away, put your shovel away, say hallelujah, and keep on trucking. Amen? Amen. Keep on trucking. God has so much more for you, even in this life, not just in the life to come, in this very life. So let go of the dead stuff. It won't help you. You can't drag it around anymore. You know, some of you have stuff that's been dead for a long time, and you've been trying to uh, fan away the fumes of the decay. Well, that's not going to work either. There comes a point that the stench becomes so great that you've got to get rid of that thing. Amen. It's the truth. The pastor, you start in first thing. That's right. Amen. The stench is so bad you can hardly breathe. You've tried a mask. You've tried holding your nose. You've tried air freshener. you tried it all. Let me tell you. Get rid of the dead stuff. Yeah, you know how it is in your refrigerator when you have forgotten something? You know Brother Bill forgot this chicken in his car one time. <laughs> he forgot it too long. It thawed out, and his car knew about it. Let's put it that way. Okay? So now, you know if that didn't work, that stuff had been with you longer than that chicken was in his car. And you can't keep that stuff. That stuff has really got to go. Amen. You can't keep dead stuff. That dead, that stuff in your refrigerator, you threw it in there thinking you could put it here till you would get back to it, and then you did something else instead of that. And then months later, you're trying to figure out why there's this smell in your refrigerator. Why you just cleaned your refrigerator out and you put this uh, refresher in there, and you put not only that, you put some uh, baking soda in there, too. And you can't figure out why it's still smelling. There's something dead in there. And it's decaying. And it's perfuming the rest of your food that you really want to eat. So I am suggesting to you once again, for those of you who missed my opening remarks, some of us have some dead things hanging on our lives. They should have been gone a long time ago. They've been dead for some time. We just figure, oh, we'll get around to doing something about that. But God is saying, go find your shovel. Drag that dead thing out where dead things go. Dig your hole. Put that thing in the hole and tell it it can't come back out. Cover it back up and leave. And don't go back and dig it up. 
Amen? Amen. See, God's ready to go on into the new things in your life, but you're still taking that dead chicken around with you. The flies have even gotten sick of that dead chicken, okay? Let's get spaces. You need to leave that thing alone. So this week, this is your homework assignment. Those dead things, you and the Holy Spirit have this nice conversation about those dead things, okay? You get your little shovel, you go wherever you have to go, you dig your hole, you deposit it there, and let's leave it there, okay? Praise the Lord. And the church said amen. Amen. It feels so good to be free. The flies won't even follow you anymore. Isn't that wonderful? Praise the Lord. So, church, the Lord has blessings for us, blessings. He wants to pour them in. So that means we have to make room for them. So that means the dead things have to go so the new blessing can pour in. Amen? Amen. Amen. So let's get our dead things out of the way and off the screen of our lives so God has room to pour in the blessing. He wants to pour in overflow, but you can't keep the dead things there. He he doesn't like that. Amen. Amen. And you'll find out once the dead things are buried how much better you feel. Amen. It feels good to be free. It really does. It's exhilarating when you're free. It's refreshing. It's enthusiastic when you're free. Nothing holding you down and nothing holding you back. Free. Amen. You like it. Try it. You like it. I guarantee you, you will. Amen. You got to find your courage and go on with the Holy Spirit. He'll encourage you. He's the comforter. He'll help you do it. Amen. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you thanking you for the opportunity to leave dead things behind, to leave the past behind and walk into the new with you, pressing forward in Jesus Christ. Greater things. Yes, you said we would do greater things. We're headed for the greater, Lord. We're headed for the greater because the greater one lives in us. Amen. Amen. I'm excited. I'm really so excited in the Lord because I know that tremendous blessings are coming our way. And you should be excited too. Amen. Now, when you get to the grave site, wherever that is where you're going to bury that thing, don't spend the day there. Make this a quick burial. You know, a lot quicker than the ones you've been to. Make this a quick burial. Drop it off, cover it up, and keep on going. You've got so much more life to live. Forget about it and keep moving. Amen. I've done this several times. And it gets a little easier most of the time. Sometimes it's a little difficult. But the Lord is there to encourage me. Come on, there's more, there's more, there's more. So we're going forward. Amen. Wherever forward is, we're going forward. Sometimes it's a memory 
that's holding us back. It's a memory sometimes. Sometimes it's a lot of memories. Mm, it got awful quiet. Now I'm starting to serve. Sometimes it's a memory. Sometimes it's a lot of memories. And we've been walking around with this, holding on to it. And we're wondering why we're tired and we can't get up and get going like we once did. It's because you're carrying dead weight. That's what's holding you back. It's the dead weight. And the Lord has been waiting for you to decide to bury that mess. Amen? Amen. He's waiting for you to decide, okay, Lord, I've carried this long enough. It can't go any further. It's got to go now. He's been waiting for you to do that. But some of us, you know, we just don't do it when we ought to. So today, there is an official announcement from the kingdom of God. Today's your day. It's your day. You get to use your shovel. Amen. You've been dragging it around and you bring it to church and you carry it everywhere. But today is your day. You get to get rid of it. How about that? Amen. I'm so excited. I'm excited in the Lord. I'm about to forget to do communion. I'm so excited. <laughs> See, dead stuff just keeps reminding you of what was that isn't anymore. It's already expired. It is. It's actually expired. It's putrid. But you know, in your heart, you're still playing the violin. Well, saints, uh, save the violin for happier times, <laughs> but take that thing, that thing, whatever that is, those whatever it is, get rid of that thing. There's a new dance for you to dance. It's a song of praise unto our God, yeah. and you just can't quite get off the ground to do your leap with that thing holding on. <laughs> so it's time for you to shout for you to dance, for you to have spring in your step, cut that thing off and get rid of it. Now, you know you've seen the sanitation workers come to your house every week, and they give you an opportunity to get rid of that thing. And you say, I'll get to that. Today's your day. Today's your day. Whatever that is, it's out. You need to make space for extra blessings because they're on their way and they're going, Lord, we've been here for a while waiting on her to get rid of that, <laughs> waiting on him to get rid of that. And the Lord says, they're gonna, see, they keep saying they're going to do it. See, see, they keep saying they're going to do it. So they keep waiting. Lord, we've been waiting some time now. All right. So I'm here to make the announcement yet again. Today's your day. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord.
we've gotten rid of all of that. Let's go on with the Lord. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we have now resolved to use our shovels properly to do the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. Some of us, it's an old argument that we had with somebody, and it never went away. Some of us, it's some regrets and some dreads that we had, and it never quite went away. Some of us, it was a place where we were offended or hurt or frustrated or attacked in this life, but it never quite went away. But, Lord, today, it's our day, and we're getting rid of it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Lord, that it is over, O-V-E-R, never to return again. It's out of our lives. It has no place, and it cannot come back again. Yes, it cannot come back again. There is no place for it because we're making no place for the devil. He's been run out, and we slammed the door behind him, and he heard it when it slammed. So, Lord, this is a new day. Today is a new day. Today is our day, and we embrace the grace to move forward in Jesus' name. We repent of all our wrongs, whatever they may have been, even the wrongs that we forgot about. We repent and turn away from them as well. We confess our wrongs before you, Lord, as you bring them to our conscious mind. And we ask you to cleanse us in your blood, to forgive us of our sins, to deliver us where we are bound, and to set us free in your love, Lord. We thank you for it. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for sending Jesus to the cross, because without him this would not be possible. Amen. We came in church bitter one day, but you showed up and we're bitter no more. We have a new life in Christ. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. We thank you for the new. Amen. We thank you for new love, new life, new grace, new mercy, new peace, new joy, new comfort, new money. Hey, hey, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. Every blessing, every good and perfect gift comes from you. So we receive it, Lord, and we go on in the love of God. We forgive everybody that did us wrong back there, and we let them go and their mess go too. Yes! Amen. It's over. We can go on now. We have room for blessings. So we open our arms wide to you, Father, and we receive them now in Jesus' name. Now, if you have your elements, then you should have them by now. We will celebrate Holy Communion. Jesus changed everything when he came. It became a new day. Today's a new day in Christ. Amen? Amen. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, 
This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. We partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. We partake of the cup. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen? Amen. Today is a new day, saints. <clears throat> Today is a new day. Heavenly Father, In the name of Jesus Christ, who is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. It pleases you, Father, that all fullness dwells in him. Have you not said with God all things are possible? So, Lord, we thank you that we have been taught not to carry the baggage from yesterday, from last week, last month, last year, past failures, past relationships, past seasons of life with us as we enter into this day. Whatever responsibilities, problems, or situations we had to face there, however difficult the day may have been, We surrender it all to you now, Father. We cast all of it upon you. We have decided by an act of our will that we choose not to think about it. We choose not to think about it, not to meditate on it, nor to allow it to control our lives, nor to allow it to control our lives. We refuse to drag across the threshold of grace baggage that has left us weary, worn out, and beaten down. Father, we seek you now for the comfort and refreshing that you alone can provide. Thank you that your joy overflows in our hearts now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We receive that grace. Amen. Amen. We receive that grace, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. 
we're not going to let it pull us down and drag us through the gutter anymore. Amen. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away and all things are new. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Father, we thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the power of the resurrection. We thank you for our inheritance in Jesus Christ. We thank you for a new way, a new life, for your power being new and fresh in us every day. We want to thank you, Lord, that you never forget us. We want to thank you, Lord, that no matter what we feel, the truth is it's a great day in the kingdom. No matter what it looks like, it's a great day in the kingdom. Amen. It's a great day in the kingdom. Oh, is that what that is? Okay. Brother Bill is making adjustments. Praise the Lord. So, we take the shield of faith wherewith we shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We put on the helmet of salvation and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. We thank you, Lord, that we're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. We are the head and not the tail, and no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We thank you not only for the armor, but for what the armor does in Jesus' name. We cover our hearts, Lord, with a breastplate of righteousness. No fiery dart of the enemy shall pierce therein. We thank you, Lord. You have supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory, and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We've been through hard places before, Lord, and, of course, you brought us through every single one. You're the same God now that you were back then. You brought us through. We couldn't see then how we were going to get through, but you brought us through. So we thank you, Lord, that no matter what we face, you gave us the victory. So no matter what we face now, we still have the victory in Christ Jesus. And we have chosen to hold on to the truth, hold on to your word, hold on to your spirit, and to the victory that you have provided for us, Lord. We want to thank you. We give you praise. We thank you, Lord, that you allow us to walk in divine health. For by your stripes, we have been healed. By your stripes, we have been healed. So we cast all of our cares upon you because we know that you care for us. We trust in you, Lord, with all of our heart, and we lean not to our own understanding. In all of our ways, we acknowledge you, and we know, Lord, that you will direct our path. We want to thank you, Lord, that you uphold us by the Word of your power. We have decided by an act of our will to focus on whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, we will think on these things in Jesus' name. Yes, the Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. He opens his hand and satisfies the, des- the desire of every living thing. We want to thank you for that. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic angels, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, their powers, and the appearance that they have the upper hand. We tear down the appearance that Satan has the upper hand in Jesus' name. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain it with eternal chains under darkness. We send it into the spiritual cage, into the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. We pull down the appearance that Satan has the upper hand, that he's really running the show. We bind that up in the name of Jesus. We place it under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. Lord, words that have been spoken against us. We tear them down now in Jesus' name. We bind them. We bind their influence. We place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. Our faith is not based on appearances, hallelujah, but it is based indeed on the word of God. We pull down all demonic thrones, we bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire on God, God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, and technology demons in their attacks, all Leviathan spirits, their attacks, Kundalini spirits, brainwashing spirits, their attacks, all water and marine spirits in their attacks, sex devils in their attacks, unclean spirits in their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits, all sorcery devils and their attacks, all seducing, 
womanizing, drone, and whoredom spirits in their attacks in Jesus' name. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind force feedback for stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crime, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits, which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding the directed energy microwave weapons and binding all vibrations, which are demons. We bind the voices of all of the stranger in their attacks and all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changers, and all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons in Jesus' name. We bind all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons, their attacks, microwave attacks, EMF, EMP attacks in the name of Jesus Christ, everything coming off the satellite, 5G, cell towers, and out of our devices in Jesus' name. We bind all mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, Chinese, tribal groups, indigenous groups, false religious groups, North American, South American, Antarctic, Arctic. Australian, New Zealand, Greenland, at the Polynesian, Indonesian, Malaysian, Native American, Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all Caribbean, Latin American, black and white magic in Jesus' name. We bind all free-flying devils and all evil spirits which take animal form. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing man, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse devils, and satanic worship and witchcraft dedication. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. 
We bind off spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting, the gods of the people of the land and the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, despise, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind fool's lust. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us, against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights in Jesus' name. We bind all vampire spirits, mm. voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending, the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make Believe in Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, La La Land, False Religions, Numerology, Horoscopes, The Spirits and Works of the Oppressor and the Spirit in the Children of Disobedience, Martial Arts, Yoga, Transcendental Meditation, Antichrist Ideologies and Doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic Spirits, and Practices, Lewdness, Perversions, The Outworking of Vain Deceit, Death Spirits, Spirits of Destruction, Chaos, and Man, Oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, EFT, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. You are bound in Jesus' name. Oh, you are bound. We bind the king of pride and all of his agents. All his works and moves in our lives we bind in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind the day of the dead. We bind Halloween and all such demonic occurrences in Jesus' name. We bind their presence in our stores and in the marketplace and everywhere we go. We bind the celebration. We bind the demons behind it. We, die, we bind the spirits that participate with it. We bind the spirits that celebrate. We bind the vying of the witches, warlocks, and wizards for power in Jesus' name. We bind the queen of the coast in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all hindrance to righteous spiritual perception in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilek, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, 
Kali, Isis, Osiris, all deities, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. And we chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the work of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, promptings, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic curse, every Masonic ritual, every Masonic uh, worship service, and every Masonic rite in Jesus' name. We bind their pledges and those of the associated organizations in Jesus' name. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grips in the name of Jesus Christ. We pull them down in Jesus' name. We pull their powers down in the name of Jesus Christ, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the layer of sin, and every Masonic attack against any member of Miracle Outreach Ministry, Father, we bind it and we, and we return it to sender. Wherever it came from, we return it to sender, according to the covenant in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. Illuminati attacks against the members of Miracle Outreach Ministry. We bind them in the name of Jesus and we return to sender in Jesus' holy name, according to the covenant. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions. Amen. And we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the work of errors in our lives. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven and every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive. But the Spirit of God says to the church, we repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, let their press go free, to break every yoke and shame, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for lifting up that standard in Jesus' name. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Praise the name of Jesus. We return to the sender. Any demons that were sent to us, that followed us, wherever we went to do good, the devil decided he wanted to trail along. Well, not, not here. We bind you up in Jesus' name, and we send you to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. Amen. Amen. We will not receive the transference of evil spirits from people that come and hug us, touch us, and try to love on us in the name of Jesus, or at least pretend that that's what they're doing. We take authority, dominion, and power over their hypocrisy in Jesus' name, and we bind it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, 
and for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially Christians that are persecuted. We lift up to you, Father, all the Christians that were left behind in Afghanistan in Jesus' name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Thank you, Lord. We cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. Every vehicle that we use, be it in the air, in the water, underneath the water, or on the roadway, and the road that we travel, we take authority, dominion, and power over entities, animals, objects, demons, crossing our path, Father. We thank you for your protection in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, the laws of, of the state of Florida say that when it's raining, you're supposed to have your headlights on. And when these people drive down the road in a storm, Lord, they act like that's not the law. And they'll try to tell you that their car didn't automatically turn those lights on. But the law declares that it is the driver that is responsible for the functioning of the vehicle. And so it is in many other states and many other countries, Lord. So, Father, we thank you for bringing that to the attention to those who have forgotten it and those who never knew, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that it's good to be seen in a storm. It's good to be seen in a storm. When we're in a storm, Lord, our bright headlights of the word of God mark us out that we belong to you. It's good to be seen in a storm. We cover our property, Lord, our pets, and oh, yes, Lord, they try to use our pets, you know, Lord, for sacrifices. But we bind that up in the name of Jesus. Not only will they not use our pets, but they won't use any pets in our neighborhood in Jesus' name. We thank you and we give you praise. We bind the demons of the night. Even the demons of the early morning with bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anything that shouldn't be in our dreams. We command them to stay away, and we thank you, Lord, for your protection in Jesus' name. We pull out any sharp pains, any sharp pains, all of the voodoo pins that you know they're sending to you. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, all voodoo, purses, and anything else being sent to us in Jesus' name. And we send it back because God didn't say for us to get that. Amen. We cut ourselves free from ungodly silver cords, ley lines, silver cords, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and any other form of agreement with the demonic realm. Lord, will we come into agreement with the medical profession, and it is not the word of the Lord. Hey, there it is. And it is not the word of the Lord. We cut ourselves free from such agreement in Jesus' name. We heard the words they said, but we bind them up in the name of Jesus Christ. The word of the Lord shall prevail by your stripes, Lord Jesus. We have been healed. Your crucifixion, death, and burial, and resurrection was not in vain. It was not in vain. Thank you, Lord. All the attacks from the evil one in our private. In our inward part, in our inward, 
We remove in the name of Jesus, with the blood of Jesus, and we erase with the blood of Jesus every evil mark that's been placed on our insides in Jesus' name, on any organ. On any organ that we have in the name of Jesus. When Jesus gave it to us, he didn't give it to us with demonic markings. So with the blood of Jesus, we erase all those markings. And we send them back where they came from in the name of Jesus. We have a marking. It's the blood of Jesus. All inward scars, we erase with the blood of Jesus. Mollify, mollify. All untreated places, places where damage has taken place on the inside, Lord. We ask for it to be treated by the blood stripes of Jesus Christ. Is the blood stripes of Jesus Christ. We thank you for it. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Lord. We pull down walls of protection around Satanists, wizards, witches, warlocks, globalists, nanotechnology, shamans, sorcerers, divinators, and liars in Jesus' name. We break the power of every curse, hex, vet. Love spell, charm, fetish, psychic prayer, psychic thought, witchcraft, sorcery, magic, voodoo, mind control, jinxes, potions, bewitchment, death, destruction, sickness, pain, torment, psychic power, world, psychic warfare, incense and candle burning, inc- incantations, evil prayer chains, ungodly blessings, unrighteous prayer chains, crystals, root works, tribal rituals, and sins. The blood of Jesus over the bottoms of our feet. The blood of Jesus over the bottoms of our feet, over the soles of our feet. The blood of Jesus over the soles of our feet, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We lose the peace of God over the people of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Okay. Praise God. Amen. Jesus is alive and well. Yes, he is. Oh, yes, he is, and so are we. Jesus is alive and well, and so are we. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
praise his holy name. Amen. Praise his holy name. Well, saints, the Lord has some plans for us. They're good plans. Hold on. They're good plans. They're very good plans. Well, I can't see them. That doesn't mean they're not there. That just means you can't see them at the moment. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. There we go, Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. You're wondering, what is Pastor Doom? There it is. That's what she's looking for. God is in charge. That's what we're going to talk about today. God is in charge. I know you've looked around at the world and you said, this place is just out of control. Amen? But God is in control. Amen. So we're going to see how this goes here. Amen. Let's see if I can find the right one. Find the right one. I'm certain we can do this. All right. Well, we're going to have a little stroll down memory lane for some of us and maybe something new for others of us. And the songwriter asked the question, why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home? When Jesus is my portion, my constant friend is he. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. Let not your heart be troubled. His tender word I hear, and resting on his goodness, I lose my doubt and fear. Though by the path he leadeth, but one step I may see. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. Whenever I am tempted, whenever clouds arise, when song gives place to sign, when hope within me dies, I draw closer to him, for from care he sets me free. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he's watching me. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. For his eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. Well, there's this other song. Earthly friends may prove untrue. Doubts and fears assail. One still loves and cares for you, one who will not fail. Though the sky be dark and drear, fierce and strong the gale, 
Just remember, he is near, and he will not fail. In life's dark and bitter hour, love will still prevail. Trust his everlasting power, Jesus will not fail. Jesus never fails. Jesus never fails. Heaven and earth may pass away, but Jesus never fails. Amen? Amen. Now, you know that's the truth. Y'all can shout better than that. You know I didn't tell a lie. Praise God. Now, he says his eyes on the sparrow. Sparrows don't pay us too much mind. They're too busy doing their own thing. In case you haven't noticed, they visit you for a little while and then they fly away. Well, in Hebrews, God has some words he wants to tell us. And while you're turning to Hebrews 4, 13, I'll tell you about a little bit. Yes, Jesus Christ himself is my destiny. That's what it means when Jesus is my portion. He's my destiny and my lot in this life and in the world to come as well. Jesus Christ, the Lord and master of all that was, all that is now, and all that will ever be, he is my covering, my sustaining strength, my increase, my elevation, my hope for eternal life, my recovery from loss, my defense against attackers, my provider for every need, especially my continual need for common sense, my source of faith, love, peace, and joy. That's what it means to me. Well, he says, neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. But all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Yes, his eye is on that sparrow, but it's more so on you. You might want to remember that. That's important to remember when you're feeling all alone. That that is just a feeling. It is not the facts nor the truth. Psalm 33, verse 18. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him. Well, that would be you, wouldn't it? And upon them that hope in his mercy. And upon them. His eyes are upon them that hope in his mercy. Psalm 34, verse 15. Psalm 34, verse 15. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. You've been crying out to the Lord? Well, he hears you. He hears you. His eyes are on you. He sees where you are, what you're going through. And he's saying, come on, there's more faith for you to have. Come on, come on a little further. Well, Lord, I prayed three weeks ago, and you still haven't moved. Come on, come on, there's more faith. Take the next faith step right there, right there. Put your foot right there. Mm -hmm. There's more faith. There's more faith for you to have. But, Lord, I've been going to church since I was, since before I was born. Mm -hmm. More faith. Come on, come on. There's a little bit more faith. But, Lord, I, 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 am, I know exactly how old you are. I'm the one that sent you. Come on, a little bit more faith. 
A day is as a thousand years to him, and a thousand years is a day. God lives outside of time. Time was created for us. Come on, a little bit more faith. I see exactly where you are. Come on, a little bit further. Come on. So like, okay, Jesus, I I got my armor on, and I'm going to step one more step. Good. That's exactly what I want you to do. Psalm, Psalm 101, verse 6. Psalm 101, verse 6. Mine eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land, and they may dwell with me. He that walketh in a perfect way, he shall serve me. Doesn't that describe you? I hope it does. Psalm 32, verse 8. He promises, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eyes. You have personal attention from God Almighty. You can't get in to see the person you think you ought to see to explain how you feel, but you have personal attention from God himself. Let not your heart be troubled, he said. Well, that means you have to speak to your heart, and you have to tell it, heart, we've been through tough places before, but you're not going to do what you did before. I'm not going to allow you to make me anxious. I will not put up with it, so stop now. You get to speak to your own heart. You get to tell it. No, he says right here in John chapter 14, verse 1, Let not your heart be troubled. So you may not be troubled, heart. Believe in God. So we're believing in God. That's what we're doing, heart. So let me remind you in case you slip. My heart will not be troubled. That's you. So you can forget that part. We're burying that part today. And we're believing in God, and that's what we're going to do. You have the right for your spirit, man, to speak to your head and your heart and anything else in you it needs to speak to. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. John chapter 14, verse 26. John chapter 14, verse 26. But the comforter. Does anybody know the comforter? which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Oh, that's right. I forgot that, Lord. Mm-hmm. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, so don't go looking in the wrong places for his feet. That's not where it's going to come from. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. If you turned on the TV and thought you were going to find his feet, you turned on the wrong machine. Let not your heart be troubled, he says, neither let it be afraid. Neither, neither let, don't allow your heart to be afraid. You know, we used to sing that song about stand up, stand up for Jesus, ye soldiers of the cross. Lift high his royal banner. It shall not suffer loss. 
Well, what do you think you're supposed to do with that song? Just learn it when you were little, going to vacation Bible school? No, that song's supposed to go with you your whole life long, and you're supposed to keep doing it. Amen? There's a reason he put it in when you were little, so you wouldn't let go. You know, they had you marching around, going, I'm lifting the banner of Jesus. You're supposed to have that down in your inner man. You've known the scriptures since you were a little person. You're not supposed to let go. Praise the Lord. So, from care, care. Yes, he tells you in 1 Peter 5, 7. In 5, 6, he tells you to humble yourself. Well, how does he expect you to do that? What he says in 1 Peter 5, 7, by casting all, he did not say most, he said all of your care upon him, for he careth for you. He knows how long you've been praying. He knows how long you've been standing. He knows you're getting kind of tired now. And he's telling you to cast the care on him. It makes the going easier, a whole lot easier. Amen. He's already told us we need to bury some things today. You're trying to drag too much. He says in Psalm 8, verse 2, that out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemy. What strength? The strength you get when you praise the Lord. The strength that you get when you praise the Lord. You know, sometimes you go through a battle so long, you forget to keep carrying your song. He gives you songs of deliverance, doesn't he? He surrounds you with songs of deliverance. Well, don't let them float away. Grab hold of them and keep singing them. That thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. You can shut the devil down with your songs of praise and worship. And that's what you need to do. Somebody just found out their instructions. Romans chapter 12, starting with verse 2. Romans chapter 12. We've got to win this battle because Jesus has called us to it. And he tells us, don't go along with the world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know it's hard when you go talk to somebody that you have on a pedestal to bring down what they say. You think they're so smart and so gifted that they can't be wrong. Well, you're wrong. They're human. They can be wrong. They're they're human. They can be wrong. So don't allow your mind to be twisted by, by things that other people say. And they are firm in their belief that it's going to go this way. Oh, no. That's not what the Bible said. And until you line up with what the Bible says, I can't agree with you. That ye may prove. See, there's some proving that has to happen. So you've got to go through the process of the proving. You believe the word. Now you've got to exercise this word on the treadmill of life that you can prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. 
It's got to be proven out so people can see and they can understand your testimony. Amen? He says to us quite clearly that we ought not put ourselves on a little pedestal, but we're to think seriously according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. God has given to everyone the measure of faith to believe him. So if the doctors are telling you to stand on your left foot and you know Jesus told you to stand on both of them, keep standing on both of them. Amen. When, when, when the tax collector comes with his song about, and you owe me, and you owe me, and you owe me, he said, no, Jesus paid it all, all to him out. Mm-hmm. Amen. Jesus paid it all, all to him out. We'll see about you. Our God is infinitely more powerful than you and other weak people. So why are you still afraid of what men plan, purpose, and threaten to do, even to you? Hmm. The Lord is my life and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. See, you've already had that conversation with your heart, and you told him, no, fear is forbidden. We don't do that here. Though war should rise against me, well, isn't that what they're trying to do now? In this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. He is the rock of my salvation. Amen? Amen. Daniel chapter 4, verse 35. Daniel chapter 4, verse 35. And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. All the people on the earth, God is saying, compared to him, there is nothing. That's a lot of folks, but he's a big God. And he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven. Heaven's got an army, don't you know? God's got army, not one, many. And among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can stay his hand or say unto him, what are you doing? That's just not going to work. He doesn't owe you an answer. And a few people are going to find that out. Amen. Isaiah forty fifteen, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 15. Behold, the nations are as a drop of a bucket and are all counted as the small dust of the balance. Not just dust, 
small dust. Small dust. That means the end of your fingernail, you run it across the furniture, and that little bit of dust, small dust. Behold, he taketh up the aisles as a very little thing. All the aisles, very little thing. Verse 17, all nations before him are as nothing. So while you're getting all excited about Russia and China and Ukraine and on and on and on and on, he says all nations before him are as nothing, and they are counted to him less than nothing and vanity. Wow. In comparison to him, yes, that's the truth. All the nations, you can put all of them together. He's serious. He's very serious. Verse 22. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 22. It is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth. He made the circle and he sat down on it. What are you going to do? And the inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers. You know what you do with grasshoppers? I know when you were little, you used to catch them and mutilate them. (laughs) And God sat there and watched you do it, too. (laughs) That stretches out the heavens as a curtain. Okay, you got curtains in your house? Did they take up the entire block? No. Well, he stretched out the heavens as a curtain and spread them out as a tent to dwell in. Just a tent. You know them little tents you buy in the dollar store? And then you go in the backyard and put them together for the kids to go run out there and get out of the house and act like a nut out there. (laughs) Those. That's what he said. Well, this is what Jesus did. In John chapter 5, beginning with verse 17, this is what Jesus did. But Jesus answered them, my father worketh hitherto and I work. See, our God is not lazy. He works. Jesus works, the Holy Spirit works, and what about you? Aha, uh-huh. Selah. Therefore, the Jews sought the more to kill him. Really? Yeah, the Jews was ready to kill him. You know those people over there have that mindset. If you disagree with what they think, they're ready to kill you. They don't want to sit down and negotiate and have conversations and do lunch and have snippets and all of that. They don't want to do that. They want to kill you. Okay, that that mindset still prevails. Because he not only had broken the Sabbath, he brought, oh, Moses gave us the law. You have to do it to the letter, and you can't miss this, and you can't turn to the left, and you can't turn to the right. And they're sitting there talking to the one that made Moses. You know, I pray for the grace to know when I'm being stupid so I can shut my mouth. Because he not only had bro- not only had broken the Sabbath, that's not all, but said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. For that, we have to kill him. You can't stop him from being that. 
You can't stop him from saying that. We've got people that want to kill us. Why? Because we think the way we do. We believe the way we do. We're going to stand on the word. You heard it Friday night. The idea that young man has is to wipe out Christianity from modern thinking. You heard it Friday night. That nurse doesn't think we ought to be resuscitated. Well, who asked her to think? Amen? So you lined up real good with Jesus. You stand in a good place. John chapter 7, verse 1. John chapter 7, verse 1. After these things, Jesus walked in Galilee. For he would not walk in Jury because the Jews sought to kill him. Just like they're seeking to kill us every way they can. Well, they've been planning that for a long time. I mean, they have in-depth plans to get rid of us. We are the problem, they think. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 25, so that the foolishness of God is wiser than men. God's foolishness is wiser than men. And the weakness of God is stronger than men. So with that in mind, why are you afraid of evil people who have desired to kill you for decades, who planned and executed the pandemic and are still trying to exterminate you in Christianity? Don't you remember that God is the one who told us that there was such a thing as an antichrist and that he was coming and all these other things that go along with it? We wouldn't have known about it if he hadn't put it in the Bible, but he put it in the Bible a long time ago. So we would know about it and go, yes, sir, I can hear you. That's what they're doing right now. I got that. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to be afraid. We have the inside track. They think they're winning. He's already told us that we do. So why are we afraid? Amen? Now, that's a good question. They prefer, as medical professionals, not to resuscitate you. That lady wasn't the only one. She's not the only one. They want to let you die the best way they can, and they're going to help you get there. Or they're going to lie on you, and when you leave, because you and Jesus have decided, okay, I've done enough now, it's time to go, they're going to stick that live COVID right on your death certificate. They're going to lie. The thief comes but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He's a liar. Remember, we established that. So they're going to say they killed you even if they didn't. Amen. They have determined that you do not deserve to live but that they do deserve to live. Well, that's not what this says. Let me tell you what this says. This says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowl and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. 
Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon thou shalt trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. Because he has known my name, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. And with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. It depends on whose report you have believed. It depends on whose report you have believed. Do you really believe this report? Because when you believe this report, all that other stuff can't touch you. When you really believe this report, that other stuff cannot touch you. So, he has a few other words to say. He says the following, And the heavens shall praise thy wonders, O Lord, thy faithfulness also in the congregation of the saints. Aren't you in the congregation of the saints right now? For who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? God is greatly to be to be feared in the assembly of the saints, in there where you are now, and to be had in reverence of all them that are about him. Isn't that where you are now? O Lord God of hosts, who is a strong Lord like unto thee? Or to thy faithfulness round about thee? Thou rulest the raging of the sea. So, okay, the hurricane became a tropical storm and had to make a turn. When the waves thereof arise, thou stillest them. Thou hast broken Rahab in pieces as one that is slain. Thou hast scattered thine enemies with thy strong arm. The heavens are thine. The earth also is thine. As for the world and the fullness thereof, thou hast founded them. The north and the south, thou hast created them. Tabor and Hermon shall rejoice in thy name. Thou hast a mighty arm, strong is thy hand, and high is thy right hand. Justice and judgment are the habitation of thy throne. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. In thy name shall they rejoice all the day, and in thy righteousness shall they be exalted. For thou art the glory of their strength, and in thy favor our horn shall be exalted. For the Lord is our defense, and the Holy One of Israel is our king. Well, saints, well, what do you think of that? He says, O Lord God of our fathers, art not thou God in heaven, and rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen? Well, that would mean over the Masons, over the Trilateral Commission, 
over the Jesuits, over the Vatican, over the Illuminati, and everybody else that clicks on with them. Mm-hmm. And in thine hand is there not power and might so that none is able to withstand thee? Who can stand against the king? They got the right answer, Jesus. I'm proud of them today. Amen. God wants us to see people in the light of truth. No, not your opinion, which is often resting on fear, but instead in the light which moves away all shadows and reveals matters as they really are. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him, that reverence him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. The church does not know when to shout, Lord, but I'm going to do it. I'll try that one again. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. You know, if you keep going east, you never get wet. You just continue going east. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame. He remembereth that we are dust. He knows who we really are. He knows what we're about. He made us. He's not lost in this picture. How much less man... That is a worm. And the son of man, which is a worm. I'm not a worm. Well, become a a giant butterfly then. You might like that better. Amen. The International Monetary Fund, the World Health Organization, the World Bankers, the UN, all of them are dust. And the prostitutes they hire when they come to New York. All of them are dust, including the cab drivers that drive the prostitutes to go pick them up so they, all of them are dust. Amen? They sit behind those microphones and say things, but they're dust. Dust is trying to talk again. Moreover, the multitude of thy strangers shall be like small dust, Isaiah 29, 5 and 6 says. And the multitude of the terrible ones shall be as chaff that passes away. Yes, it shall be at an instant suddenly. That was Isaiah 29, 5 and 6. Thou shalt be visited of the Lord of hosts with thunder and with earthquake and with great noise and with storm and tempest and the flame of devouring fire. How exciting. You want to go to this movie? It might be a great one. Mm Mm-hmm. Better than the Ten Commandments. And that was pretty good, I thought. Romans chapter 7, verse 18. For I know 
that in me, that is, in my flesh, in self, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. Why? Because sometimes, Lord, I really don't want to know. Ooh. But I'm learning not to act that way, Jesus. I try not to act that way anymore. These folks are following Satan, and this you already know. Look at their leader. Look at their leader. He's in Isaiah 14. Look at their leader. That thou shalt take up this proverb against the king of Babylon and say, how hath the oppressor ceased? The golden city ceased. The Lord has broken the staff of the wicked and the scepter of the rulers. You know, in the book of Esther, the king held out the golden scepter. Well, God says some scepters he's going to break. He who smote the people in wrath and with a continual stroke, he that ruled the nations in anger is persecuted and none hindereth. The whole earth is at rest and is quiet. They break forth into singing. Yes, the fir trees rejoice at thee, and the cedars of Lebanon sing. Since thou art laid down, no feller is come up against us. In other words, since God put you down, you're not up in my face again. The devil needs to hear it. Hell from beneath is moved for thee to meet thee at thy coming. Hell say, here he comes. He's coming. Here he comes. It stirred up the dead for thee, even all the chief ones of the earth. So a lot of those chief ones of the earth are going to be in hell waiting for Satan to show up. It raises, it has raised up from their thrones all the kings of the nations. All they shall speak and say unto thee, Art thou also become weak as we? Art thou become like unto us? Thy pomp is brought down to the grave, and the noise of thy vows. What do you mean by that? That's an instrument of music. Remember, when he was Lucifer, he was created with musical instruments in him. The worm is spread under trees, and the worms cover thee. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? Son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nation? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God, I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, I will be like the most high. See how they're acting? They're acting just like him. They are acting now just like him. And they're going to get the same end that he gets. Sowing and reaping is not over. Whatsoever you sow, you will reap. Amen. Amen. So, Why are you fearful, saints, of them or their defeated leader? He's already been defeated. Hebrews 2.14, for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, 
he, being Jesus, also himself, likewise took part of the same, that through death, death, yes, this is the way he planned to go. This is it. This is the plan the Father set out. No, the devil didn't know it was going to happen this way. He doesn't know everything. He couldn't stop Jesus. If he had known, he never would have allowed Jesus to go to the cross and die. See, he's dumb. He's not as smart as he puts on. That through death, that's how Jesus did it, he might destroy him that had the power of of death. That is the devil. That's how he did it. He said, well... Well, well, what does that mean? Well, in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, the Lord tells us, he that committed sin is of the devil. Well, aren't they committing sin? They're of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. So the works they're doing are the works of the devil. So Jesus was manifest to destroy those things. Now do we have it? Now do we have it? Our God is able to do anything. In Jeremiah 32, 27, he reminds us so we don't forget. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Hmm. Job 42, verse 2. Job 42, verse 2. Lord, I know that thou canst do everything and that no thought can be withholden from thee. You can't keep a thought from God. You don't have any place to hide it. I know when you were little, you thought you could do little things and maybe God wasn't looking, but you were wrong. He saw you, and when you got older, you found out. Mm-hmm. Psalm 62, verse 11. Psalm 62, verse 11. God has spoken once. Twice have I heard this, that power belongeth unto God. I want you to take note, it does not say that power belongeth unto the devil. It does not say that power belongeth unto Satan. It says power belongeth unto God. And there's a period behind that. Amen? Amen. Matthew 19:26. And Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Amen? Matthew 28, verse 18. Matthew 28, verse 18. Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Yeah. So our God has complete and total control over man and over everything. 
Job chapter 12, verse 10. Job chapter 12, verse 10. We would do good to remember this scripture when we decide we don't want to obey God. In whose hand is the soul of every living thing and the breath of all mankind? In whose hand is the soul of every living thing? and the breath of all mankind. So the next time you don't want to do what the Lord is telling you to do, I want you to remember that your next breath is in his hands, not in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Daniel five twenty three. righty. And. I'm going to give this to you again, Daniel 5, 23. And, okay, I'm going to start there, Lord. But hast lifted up thyself against the Lord of heaven. Now go down to where I'm starting. And the God in whose hand thy breath is. And the God in whose hand thy breath is. And whose are all thy ways? Hast thou not glorified? He starts up here by telling you that you've lifted yourself up against the Lord of heaven. And he goes down a little further to remind you that he is the God in whose hand your breath is. And whose are all your ways? And you're not glorifying him. Do we understand that part? I would hope that we do. It is my prayer that we understand that. Job chapter 12. Yeah, Mom, amen. Job chapter 12, beginning with verse 13. With him is wisdom and strength. He hath counsel and understanding. Behold, he breaketh down, and it cannot be built again. He shutteth up a man, and there can be no opening. Behold, he beholdeth the, he withholdeth the waters, and they dry up. Also he sendeth them out, and they overturn the earth. With him is strength and wisdom. The deceived and the deceiver are his. He leadeth counselors away spoiled, and maketh the judges fools. He looseneth the bond of kings, and girdeth their loins with a girdle. He leadeth princes away spoiled, and overthroweth the mighty. He removeth away the speech of the trusty, and taketh away the understanding of the age. He poureth contempt upon princes. Who is that government official? And weakeneth the strength of the mighty. So much for the IMF. He discovereth deep things out of darkness and bringeth out to light the shadow of death. He increases the nation and destroyeth them. He enlargeth the nation and straighteneth them again. He taketh away the heart of the chief of the people of the earth and causes them to wander in a wilderness where there is no way. They grope in the dark without light, and he maketh them to stagger like a drunken man. Now, we all remember the story of Nebuchadnezzar, that he got too big for his britches, and he ended out there with, with a steer. 
out there eating grass, his hair growing long, his nails growing like claws, and God let him stay out there with the dew all over him while the country just kept on, the bureaucracy just kept on running, and he was out there chasing around the steer. And God let him stay there for a good long time till he learned his lesson. See, it's not wise to mess with Jesus Christ. It just isn't. You don't trifle with him. He's nobody to play with. Mm-hmm. He put that in the Bible just in case you forgot who he is versus who you are. Well, Psalm 75, beginning with verse 6. Psalm 75, beginning with verse 6. For promotion cometh neither from the east nor the west nor from the south. But God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. Don't get comfortable because you're in this place. You might not be there long. Mm. Amen. God is in control. God is in charge. The devil is not God. He is not in control. He's not in charge. Isaiah 43:13. Isaiah 43:13. Yes, before the day was, I am he. Before, he didn't say during or after. He said, yes, before the day was, I am he. And there is none that can deliver out of my hand. I will work, and who shall let it? Who's going to tell me to stop? Who? Mm Mm-hmm. I know there are people around on the earth that think they're all that. In fact, they think they're the salt in the potato chip and the crackle in the bag. But I've got news for them. Who can stop God? All power is in his hand. Psalm 115, verse 3. Psalm 115, verse 3. But our God is in the heavens. He has done whatsoever he has pleased. He has done whatsoever he has pleased. Well, no, he didn't ask your permission. He didn't have to. He's God. Isaiah 64, verse 8. Isaiah 64, verse 8. But now, O Lord, thou art our father. We are the clay and thou art potter. And we all are the work of thy hand. We've already explained that we have the pot doesn't have any business hollering while it's going around. Why are you spinning me around this fast? Well, he's the potter. He's doing the work. You just sit there and get worked on. Amen? Isaiah 45, verse 9. Woe unto him that striveth with his maker. Let the potsherds strive with the potsherds of the earth. Shall the clay say to him that fashioneth? What makest thou? What are you doing? Or thy work? He has no hands? No, he's the potter. You're the clay. Learn to be content being the clay. 
Amen. Isaiah 40, beginning with verse 23. Isaiah 40, beginning with verse 23. That bringeth the princes to nothing, government. That bringeth the government to nothing. He maketh the judges of the earth as vanity. Yes, they shall not be planted. Yes, they shall not be. Yes, their stock shall not take root in the earth. And he shall also blow upon them, and they shall wither, and the whirlwind shall take them away as stubble. That's what his plan is. To whom then will you liken me? Or shall I be equal, saith the Holy One? Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among gods? Who is like unto thee? Sometimes we try to put God in this little cubicle in our minds, but he won't fit into that. He's too big a God. You can't shrink him down and fit him in your little cubicle in your mind. All right? It won't work. He doesn't fit. Amen? He doesn't fit. Psalm 104, verse 29. Thou hidest thy face, they are troubled. Thou takest away their breath, they die, and return to their dust. So who is it that takes away the breath, they die, and they return to dust? They're not in control. You know, I told somebody the other day that I was talking to, I said, you know, I don't know why these people parade around thinking that their bodies belong to them. Their bodies can't possibly belong to them. First of all, they didn't make it. That's the first problem. They didn't make the body. The next thing, they didn't cause it to grow. They didn't cause it to come forth out of the birth canal. They didn't do any of that. And while they're walking around in the earth in it, they can't make it be healed when something goes wrong. They're not the one who fixes it. And ultimately, when they die and they are brought out of their body, they can't turn around and say to their body, get up, I'm ready to go. Have you noticed that no funeral director pays any attention to the deceased? They just deal with the court. The deceased cannot turn around and say to this body that they have sworn that belongs to them. They can't speak to it and say, get up, I'm ready to go now. Their body lays right there cold, dead, and stiff and pays them no mind at all. So how can that be their body? It isn't. The Bible says their body belongs to God. It's his personal property. It obeys him, not them. So the next time you hear them on TV talking about it's their body, you just know they tell a lot. They tell a lot of lies. Hearken unto me, ye that know righteousness. The people in whose heart is my law, that would be you. Fear ye not the reproach of men, neither be ye afraid of their revilings. 
their insults, their threatenings, and their bullying. For the moth shall eat them up like a garment, and the worm shall eat them like wool. But my righteousness shall be forever, and my salvation from generation to generation. Awake, awake, put on strength, O arm of the Lord. Awake as in the ancient days and the generations of old. Art thou not it which hath dried the sea, the waters of the great deep, and hath made depths of the sea a way for the ransom to pass over? Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come to, with singing unto thine, and everlasting joy shall be upon their head, and they shall obtain gladness and joy and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. I, even I, am he that comforteth you. Who art thou that thou shouldest be afraid of a man that shall die, and of the son of man which shall be made as grass? And forgettest the Lord thy maker, that hath stretched forth the heavens and laid the foundations of the earth, and hath feared continually every day because of the fury of the oppressor, as if he were ready to destroy it. And where is the fury of the oppressor? The captive exile hasteneth that he may be loose, that he should not die in the pit, nor that his bread should fail. I need to keep my job, Jesus. I have a mortgage. But I am the Lord thy God that divided the sea, whose waves roared. The Lord of hosts is his name, the Lord God of war. And I have put my words in thy mouth, and I have covered thee in the shadow of mine hand, that I may plant the heavens and lay the foundations of the earth, and say unto Zion, thou art my people. So you have to decide who's God and who's not. I would suggest you make the right conclusion, you know. It's important to get this right. It's very important to get this right. It's very. So saints, they are not in control. You are not in control either. Satan is not in control. He's not in charge. Our God is in control. Jesus Christ is in charge. Did you know that? Good. Don't forget. Our part is to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, to trust in the Lord. And the Lord is everlasting strength. For blessed is the man whose strength is in the Lord our God. Our victory is not by our own might, nor by any other power, but by his spirit. Jesus said, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For ye can, for without me ye can do nothing. Hmm. Thou, even thou, art Lord alone. Thou hast made heaven and the heaven of heaven, with all their hosts, the earth, and all the things that are therein, the seas and all that is therein, and thou preservest them all, and the host of heaven worshipeth thee. 
The host of heaven worshipeth thee. So, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom God raised from the dead, this is the stone which was set at naught of the builders, which is become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. I want you to notice that it says, by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It does not say, by the name of Joe Biden. It does not say, by the name of Donald Trump. It does not say, by the name of anybody else. It says, by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Do we understand? Stand for the benediction. Amen. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. And the saint said, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, saints, you need to recast this message. Why? So you can get it down in your heart and mind just who is who. When you hear the other voice talking, you need to know who it's not. Amen? Amen. Pastor loves you. God bless you. Be blessed.